With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Blessing, blessing, and more blessings and blessings and blessings to you. Each one of you, uh, the true servants of the most high God. This is Brother Michael Jones, your faithful servant coming to you again with another message of hope, a message of salvation, a message of encouragement. And today is a special day. It's a day that we have never seen before and a day that we will never see again. So bless you. Thank you for being with us again today. Hallelujah. And we're just going to jump right in because we have a lot to cover and we won't be with you too long. Yes. Because we're talking today about blessings in your storm. Yes, blessings in your storm. Because we have so many things that come about, come at us, come to challenge us, to come to stand in our face and dare us. But we know that we have the victory. But yet and still, at one time or the other, we walk with the Lord. We do the best we can being obedient to the will of God, loving your neighbors, trying to do the best we can with every day, even our enemies. Yes. And those people who are, uh, how we would say, that unlovable, we try to love them too. We try to love them best we, we can. Yes, because we do the best we can all the time, standing before the Lord, laying before the Lord, asking for that forgiveness, Praying and praising God. Yes. Remind your own business, your own affair. You're not a gossiper. You're not a slanderer. You are not one that go about doing stupid stuff and lying and going through that deception and holding to the lies. Yes, your faith tells you that you are, are a presence of the true and living God because even the scripture tells you that we are the glory of God. So if we are the glory of God, then we are in his presence. It said, Lord, let me see your glory. Yes, and we can do that too. But as we go about and we give God all our best, yes, we don't complain. We try to do what we can for others. We'll give somebody the shirt off our back. We'll go that extra mile for them. We'll do the best. We'll give them our last. We uh, try to pray for people. We do things that nobody else would even think about doing. We keep the peace in all things. We walk before the Lord. We walk before the Lord. But then the challenges come. And, yes, we all um, time have challenges. We have tests and trials and tribulations a little bit here and there. And the scripture said rejoice even in your tribulations, okay? So, but then, but then, those nights, they said, 
that weeping endures for the night, but joy coming in the morning. So we had those two. We have uh, situations that come about and everything. But behold, one day, one day out of nowhere, a cloud came over, and that cloud lingered, and that and out of that cloud came storms. I mean, storms of life, storms that happened to us, storms that came about that, oh, that would challenge your very, very nature. So in the storms, it seems that what is the meaning of this? So you pray. You pray to the Lord. What about this storm? And before, when you pray, that the storm diminished in a little while. Before, when you prayed, it's like, okay, the storm only lasted a minute or two or a uh, uh, small amount of time. They say that tribulation would come, but that this don't last forever. This is only for a momentary thing. But this time, this time, these storms are coming at us left, right, and in between. Every time you turn around, something's going, something's happening. We're supposed to be in a, in a situation, in a season of joy, a season of fellowship, and a season of, of, um, Gladness, but seem to be there's no gladness around. There's always chaos. There's confusion around. But we don't hold to that confusion because we are trusting God for everything and all things. We trust God for our very life, but we keep praying, but this storm keeps coming about us. It seems like every day almost like something is happening. People become irate. People become toxic. People become gossipers and slanderers. And we're going through so much on a daily basis. It seems like we're building up and uh, building up the depression, the pain starts to build it up. It hurts. It hurts like mad. But what are you going to do? So you keep holding on to the Lord. You keep praising God. You keep asking him for help. You keep laying before him. And seem like the Lord turned his back on you. But you know that the Lord don't turn his back on you. So you keep praying and you keep praising him. So you keep going through these changes every day and every day and something is happening day by day and day by night. The pain doesn't stop. It hurts your heart. There's death. There's sickness. There's all kind of rumors. Uh, economical conditions and financial woes and coming about you. See, like these stuff that never happened before, even though we ran out of money here and, where, here and there, a little bit here and there, and this and that and the other, seem like we uh, had some people that turned their back on us every so often. But right now, it seems like everybody turning their back on us. We don't have a friend. We can't even call up a friend or call up somebody to talk with. What is going on in our life? What is happening to this situation? Where is the Lord when you need him the most? Where is the Lord when there's no daylight in your life? Where is the Lord when it's darkness all around and the storm keep rolling and pounding on us? Where is God in this? And you keep calling on God because you, you trust in God. Yeah, you know, before when you was in that way, in that life, Whereas it didn't matter then because 
you was either high or just out there floating around doing things you had no business doing. So your mind and your conscience wasn't even bothered about God and nobody else. But today, after you come, come into the Lord, things start to happen good for you. You had favor with God and favor with man. Sure, as we said before, some things happen here and there and uh, a little pressure here and there and little things come about. But then again, here it is now, some continuous storm. Seems like the sky is always dark. It seems like where is hope? There is no hope. We're facing all kind of stuff that's happening to us. So anyway, anyway, we need to be comforted. We need somebody to talk with to tell us what is happening in this. We are faced with pain and despair and seem like there's no answer. So what do we do? First, we check ourselves. You know, even the scripture said, test yourself, see if you're holding on to the faith. So we start testing ourselves. And we see, are we holding on to the prayer life? So you go a little deeper in your prayer life. You go a little deeper into your meditation, into your devotion, and still nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. So maybe you're not using scripture right. Maybe you need to study a little bit more. So we study more. We hold fast to the word of God. We hold to the goodness of God. We want God to be there for us because we are in pressure. We're in turmoil right now. We cannot uh, fellowship. We cannot, uh, have you say, give credit to anything and anybody. But we hold on to our faith. Well, God, what's up with this? But then after we go a little deeper, and we start to study a little bit more, and we go into our fellowship with the Lord, and he's not there, and, and the storm keeps raging, and you cry out to the Lord, save me. Just like when Peter got out of the boat. And he was doing good until he started to pay attention to the wind. He cried out, Lord, save me. And the Lord lifted him up. Lifted him up, saved him. And that's how the Lord did. Because, see, now, after all of this trial and tribulation that we go through, after all of the pain we have suffered, after all of the tests and the temptations that we suffered, we hear the voice of the Lord in his word. After you have done all you can do to stand, stand ye therefore. Yes. Now. We have started to get a little encouragement. And then another voice to the Lord came by. He said, lift up your head, oh, ye gate, and be lifted up, and the king of glory shall come in. And you say, who is the king of glory? The Lord God, mighty in battle. Yes. And then you lift up your head a little bit longer, a little bit higher, and you say, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Ah, then things start to looking a little better and a little easier, and the clouds seem to be fading a little bit more and more. So then here comes 
Another scripture says that I will never leave you, not forsake you. Oh, my goodness. Because my God, my God is a wonderful God. And he does fulfill all his promises. Because his promises are yea and amen. Yes, now, now. Because we understand now that there's something behind this. Why did I go through this uh, this spell? Why did I go through this season where it's pain on top of pain, burdens on top of burdens that was unbearable? I wanted to give up, but I had to repent because I almost questioned God. I almost questioned him, like, where are you? When John sent for Jesus, said, are you the one or shall we send for another one? John almost questioned the Lord. He did question him. And sometimes we question him, but we have to repent. Yes, we repent. I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't want to put you on that position. I didn't put you on that position, but I did. And I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And God is a forgiving God. Yes. He said, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the works of the Lord. Yeah, so we've been, un- we've been steadfasted, holding on to the goodness of the Lord. And after we've been holding on to the goodness of the Lord, then, then we hear another voice. And the voice that came through the book of Job, and the book of Job, we're going to just go there right quick in a hot second in the New York minute. It says, chapter 1, there was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and hated evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 500 yokes of oxen and 500 she-asses and a very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. And his sons went and feasted in their houses, everyone his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the numbers of them. But Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their heart. Thus did Job continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came and presented themselves before the Lord. And Satan, oh yeah, came also amongst them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth? a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and hates evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, 
Dost Job fear God for not? Had not thou made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the works of his hand, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse ye to your face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And we know the story. Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And the next thing we know, Job was going through some hell, high water, and earthquakes and whatever else that was coming about. Job had troubles and pains and perils that coming upon him. Job did not know or understand what the world was going on. All of his livestock, all those thousands of animals was gone, boom, just like that. Then his children, his beautiful seven children, Gone. Job was upset. Yes, what in the world is happening to this man? He had storms of life. He had trials and the tribulation that came at him. Then, then, Job came down with sickness. He had sores and boils all over his body. So he had to sit in ashes. Then his friends came. Oh, yes. Yeah. Here come your friend now. His friend came at first. They said, Joe, what did you do? Did you sin? It's like today. You would say, what did you do, brother? Did you go out there and fornicate? Did you go back to that pipe that's dim? Did you go back to that drinking and getting drunk and then coming to church and doing all this thing and thinking you all of that? What did you do? So, Job was upset with them. But then they came to that sense that they came and they sat with Job for seven days. Nobody said anything because now they knew that Job was in turmoil. They know that Job was in pain. Job was set up by God. And that's why we come today, my brothers and sisters, right here, right now, to let you know that sometimes when we be going through our trials and tribulations, when we be going through our dry spells and storms of life coming at us, and we know that we've been doing things according to Scripture, according to the will of God. We know that we've been laying before him in prayer and supplication. We know that we've been fasting and praying and treating people right, forgiving, and asking for forgiveness and, and speaking their name out in prayer. When people say, I want prayer for this and prayer for that, we don't hesitate to pray. We look up to the Lord at all times because we trust him. We seem like we begin to pray through. Because, see, in the scripture says that the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those that do evil, that do wrong. So, therefore, we've been doing what is necessary. We've been doing things. But then, 
when things start to happen, we start to question, like, am I really in the right place? Am I really holding fast and standing still and standing on the word of God? Am I really where I need to be or where I'm supposed to be? We question ourselves in our faith. Can I speak to that brother, that sister, and say, you are healed, you are cured, everything's going to be all right? Can I speak to somebody that says that you have a blessing coming soon and very soon? Can I speak to people and say that it's all right because God is with you, God is watching over you? But things like now, we better not open our mouth. We better not say a word because we don't know what is going on because the storm is raging. The storm is raging. And so with this holiday time, when all of this time when people are having joy, people are having fellowship one to another and with their families and stuff, we're in that place, in that place where is, we're in that dark place. Why am I here in this dark place? Why are there no one really saying, hey, how you doing, and picking up the phone? and said, uh, blessing and blessing to you. Why am I in a place where I can't get a prayer through? And I'm praying hard. I'm praying, like, what is happening to me? And then, and then, the Lord. It is the Lord that says, I got you. Because just like the devil came to rock the Job, the devil come to rock us. And he, the Lord telling us, in the scriptures, to give the devil no room, that say, resist the devil and he will flee. But sometimes it feels like we can't resist him, but we're still we resisting him, but he ain't fleeing. He ain't running fast enough away from us. So we hold on, we pray a little harder, and we say, Lord, Job didn't understand what was going on. So Job White said, why don't you cuss God and die because she felt so bad for him. Because he was in that place. Then Job said, I should have died when I was born. I should have died in my mother's womb. But the Lord said, I got you. I got you. Where were you when I hung out the stars and the moon and all of the earth and all of the, uh, the glory of God? Where were you, Job? Oh, Job had to repent for real again. So that's what we're doing today. We'll come to that place where we feel and you see things that are happening to us. And we know that we're supposed to be holding on. We know that we have been holding on. We know that things are looking good at times, but then here comes the mess. And we say, did I contribute to that mess? We question that. Well, we know that we did not contribute to it. It just came about us. We have been tested. We have been tried and pulled. Pull this way, that way, like a rubber band. Yes. But then, once we hold on, once we stand in the goodness of the Lord, once we still trust him and obey his word, obey his goodness and the standard that God has set for us, just like Joel was perfect and walked before the Lord and feared God, we are that same because we are the likeness in the image of God. See, Job did not lose his character. He almost did. He almost stepped because the devil said, 
put forth your hand, and I will make him cut you to your face. But the devil is alive. And we, we are going to be going through the same type of situation where we want to give up. We feel like giving up. We feel like throwing in the towel. But don't you even think about throwing in the towel. Don't you even think about giving up. Just like Job didn't give up, even though he went through some trials and tribulations and hard times. We went through trials and tribulations and some hard times, but sometimes it doesn't seem like it's hard as it could have been. The pain was there. The pain is real. The pain is serious. But my God, who is able to bring us through, he said, God be for you, who can be against you? Yes, he's more than the world against you. But no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And he said, you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Yes, more than a conqueror. So we'll lift up our heads and we'll declare and decree the victory over the evil one. Because when we started going through some quiet times and dry times and some disastrous times and things like that, and it seemed like everybody's having a good time but us, think back about Job. Think back that we are being set up because the blessings are coming, because God will repay and God will replenish. Because he said in one of his words that after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, will himself restore and to make you whole? Yes, 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 Lord. He will fill you. He will give you some good things. Yes. Oh, my God. This is, God is so good. He's so wonderful. He's awesome. Awesome God. Please, my brothers and sisters, just hold on a little bit longer. Don't give up because that's what the devil wants you to do. But God is telling, he's bragging on you. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And as long as you have strength, because you grow in grace in the knowledge of the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, through his word. When you grow in that grace, you have favor with God. And the knowledge of God, you shall come to know him. For those who know God, is known by him. Because now, not only do you have faith, but you have that love to go with the faith. Because without that love, faith don't mean nothing. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So therefore, when we come into a new season, we're coming into a new era, think about these things. Start to prepare yourself for those storms that's going to be coming. And when you see the dark clouds, when you see that mess that's coming over the mountains, there's no sunshine, ah, you'll see, here come a storm. Be ready. Be ye therefore ready. Be ye steadfast, unmovable. Because the evil one wants to get you out of your character, just like he did with Jesus. After Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, here comes the devil. Here comes the devil. If you be the son of God, make these rocks, these stones into bread. Get out of here. He wants Jesus to come out of his character. Not saying that 
Jesus couldn't do it. He could do anything. Yeah. Any time a, a, a prophet can put a piece of metal, an iron, into the water and it floats because that's what he's wanted to do, the iron floated. So Jesus could make bread. He fed thousands of people with fish and a couple of loaves. He can do it. But he didn't want, he dare not come out of his character for the sake of Satan. And we dare not come out of our character for the sake of Satan or anyone else. So therefore, therefore, my brothers and sisters, hold on, hold on. The Lord be with you. And the Lord is in you because you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're a new creation, new creatures. So bad things come at us. It's not because the Lord didn't hear you. Just like Gabriel said to the man of God, we heard your prayer 21 days ago, but he had to stop off to do a battle. So God hears your prayer once you stay in that character, in the nature of God, holding on, holding on to the standard that God has set. Yes, and don't be intimidated by the word perfect because, see, the thing about it is that when God called Job perfect, he knew that Job had no other God before him. He knew that Job was a just man and a good man that would share and give and help people. He knew that Job followed the Lord because he feared God. He was a good man, a righteous man. He loved righteousness and hated sin. He hated the wrongdoing. And that's what we should do. Even the scripture tells us, hate what is wrong. But hold good, hold fast to what is good. Yes. Have that new mindset. Change the way you think. Change the way we've been doing things in the past. Hold on to the word of God, and God will be with you, because God is for you. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank God for sending Jesus into our lives, into our place, to this era, that we may stand up and be counted worthy for the kingdom of the true and living God. And this I say, as the time passes on and the time eases up to that place where we holler out to call out to everybody, happy new years and blessings of the Lord be with you. And that's what we said, blessings of the true and mighty God be with you. Bless, bless, bless. Don't curse but blessed, and that's what we do from now and all forevermore. In Jesus' holy, wonderful name, amen and amen. And thank you, thank you again for being with us. This has been Brother Michael Jones, people of excellence. Ah, you can call me up, hit me up, P-E-O-P-L-E-X-D-E-L, the letter N, L-O-V-E at yahoo.com. R, people, P-E-O-P-L-E, X-C-E-L, dot 
Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. If you get a chance to, check out my book, Deja Vu, Searching for True Love, a dramatic fiction, but it's not really a fiction. It's a story of a journey, a journey that has a many, many places in it that will help, that will inspire, encourage, and also bring to light situations in many people's lives. Thank you. God bless you. God keep you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be the true and living God, Jehovah God, the Almighty. Hallelujah. So, thank you guys for being with us today, and thank those who will come and to listen in the archives. So, is there anyone who would like to say something or, or speak on a word or speak on something that uh, comes into their mind or their thoughts? The floor is yours. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord, Brother Jones. How you doing? Thank you, King. I'm doing good. Thank you. God bless you, my brother. Bless you. Uh, I, I enjoyed uh, the lesson on tonight and, and how you have to, you said that we we are to hold on um, to some of the things that are coming at us and the things that we go through on an everyday basis and and as being believers and as being uh, children of God, we're going to go through some things and, and sometimes those things we go through, it looks like we never... Uh, gonna get out of it. We ain't never gonna. Uh, we're never gonna go through it the right way. And and sometimes it, it overwhelms us. And mm. I, I would say it overwhelms the flesh. And, and but the spirit is willing to go through it. But sometimes the flesh gets weak. Mm. And um, the, the strategies uh, that the enemy throws at us. Um, Sometimes we don't recognize it when it comes, and sometimes we do recognize it when it comes, but we don't want to go through um, the process because every okay. he throws at us, it's like a process we got to go through, and we we do so much every single day, and the flesh just gets weak, but but and our thinking gets weak, and we and the entire body gets weak, but the but the spirit is still strong, and I, I learned something uh, by fasting, um, because fasting is 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 important uh, to lower the flesh and put the flesh under subjection, so that the spirit can be raised and that we can function uh, more in the spirit. And he that worships must worship in spirit and in truth. And if the spirit is higher than the flesh, then we can overwhelm that tiredness. Uh, because sometimes I find myself, um, when I'm reading and study, I find myself like drifting off to sleep. And it, it, it's like, um, then I have to wake myself back up. And it's it's like the flesh is trying to overwhelm and, and because it's so tired that it wants to put me to sleep. Oh, and right now. It's 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 a um, strategy of the enemy, and mm-hmm. I learned something like in in um in uh 
in in the book of Limitations, it, it talks about um, God's mercies. You know, it, it talks about how uh, his compassion it never fails. And Limitation 3 and 22, and it, 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 it tells us that no matter what we go through, you know, he, he will never fail us. And if we can keep that on our minds as we go through the process, as we go through the trials that we go through every single day, that God is always there, he will never fail us, then I believe that we can get through them. Mm-hmm. We can get through them. And, but it's just so tiring sometimes. And and sometimes we feel like giving up. You know, and sometimes we feel like this, this letting things go and throwing up our hands and, and, and walking away sometimes, but we have to hold on because God is there with us. You know what I mean, Brother Jones? Amen. I hear you. And um and also in uh but but, but you know what? I learned that in Saint in, in, in Luke fifteen and twenty, it talks about how the um how the father seen his son coming afar off. And, and and even though his son may have been tired and worn out, but his father still welcomed him home. You know, his father ran out to meet him so he won't have to uh, walk so far because he, he messed up his whole life savings. And, and I know that by messing up something, like I know he hadn't been tired. You know, when you're ripping and running and, and you have money and you can do everything and, and it's like you're, you're unstoppable when you have the money in your pocket, but when all that runs low and it's gone, it's a, it's a whole different different story. And, and, I, and I like it when the Bible says that the, the, the young man came to himself because sometimes when we find ourselves in a pig pen, we want to give up and let go because sometimes it looks so hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But he came to himself and and he got up and went to his father's house. And that's what we need to do as believers. You know, don't give up when we feel like we can't make it sometimes. Uh-huh. Keep going. You know, keep pressing. You know, keep finding your way. You know, if you have to... Start over, start over again. You have to reposition yourself. Reposition yourself. If you have to go back to the drawing board, go back to the drawing board, but keep on going. And I've seen a lot of Christians uh, fall from Christ, you know, gave up on church, you know, don't want to come back to the house of God no more. And I I try to keep encouraging them, you know, never give up because this you know, the the race is not for the swift. You know, we gotta endure it to the end. And I and I and I truly enjoy um the lesson on tonight because it, it it reminded me of some things and it opened my eyes to a lot more things. You know, Brother Jones, I enjoyed it tonight. It was it was it was awesome. Thank you, sir. All right then. All right. Thank you for that uh input. Uh, anybody else want to uh, say anything? Mr. Morris? Or, uh, if not, we're going to close out and we can still be on. And for anybody want to actually talk or conversation, okay? All right, hold on one second.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.